Hi, I'm Darcy Hanna, author of the Beacon Bake Shop Mystery Series, author of the Very Cherry Mystery Series, author of the upcoming Food and Spirits Mystery Series, and author of several historical fiction. Did you ever wonder where I get my inspiration for the stories I write? I get it from my family, in particular from my conversations with my three amazing and creative sons. I'll be joined by my middle son, Dan, age 29, my youngest son, Matt, age 26. We have a great relationship, and we thought it would be fun to share our often wacky, often irreverent, yet always entertaining conversations with you. So buckle up, and welcome to the Motherboy Podcast. Oh my gosh, I'm still, I'm still full from Thanksgiving. Really? <laughs> it's been five days after Thanksgiving, and we're still mm. eating... We're still eating leftovers, which I'm kind of proud of. That means I really, really, I really, really cooked for this one. Yeah, we are cooked. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of food. There's a lot of people. It was three days of prep. We had a lot of people come in. We had a lot of, um, I, I'm sure other people out there have this issue, but a lot of dietary needs now, like a lot of people who don't eat turkey, so that when you plan your turkey, you know, you get a 20-pound bird. You have 12 people over, but only like nine of those people will actually eat meat. It was like, there was more people who didn't eat meat. Right. I think. Right. Maybe not more. Yeah, kind of. It's upsetting yeah, how many people don't eat meat now. There was. I know. There was more people that like, didn't, I get, didn't eat meat. Not more, but we yeah. had a lot. We had a lot of young ladies. And I think it's more, I don't, I don't think many young, I mean, you have some friends that are vegetarians or vegans. Only one. But, um, we had a lot of, uh, and I made a lot of veggies, but I made a lot of it. But my, my, my issue is when I cook for Thanksgiving, like it's, it's kind of like the Super Bowl of cooking for somebody like me. Like I'm a cook. I've cooked most of your meals growing up. We didn't, we, you didn't have a lot of fast food. Um, baked, like if you guys want to have cookies, I usually made them. So for me, Thanksgiving is like, you know, butter, putting butter in, in most of it. When I make my stuffing, I do put... I do put chicken, you know, chicken or turkey broth in there. Um, and as my one niece said, I was slowly po- poisoning her with chicken broth because I put it in a lot. Because she's vegetarian. <laughs> she's a vegetarian. She but now the vegetarians will eat, will eat cheese and dairy. Mm-hmm. But a vegans will not. They won't eat eggs? The vegetarians? The vegetarians won't eat eggs, I'm it was sure. so It was so confusing to me. And then... then uh, well, the vegetarians will eat eggs. We had this debate... Oh, they will eat eggs? Yeah, it's the <sighs> vegans that won't eat eggs. I had this debate uh, with my girlfriend, I think. She's not She's sure. not a full-blown vegetarian. No, she well, she also, she, she, she has like, she kind that, of has she like a food, have, food allergy. Well, she does she's, have, she's sensitive to certain things, so it's a little different. It's not like she's vegetarian. And or, I respect well, food allergy. Eat, food allergy would be terrible. Now, but, yeah, food allergy um, would be horrible. No, we were having a debate, like, are eggs considered chicken? And like, I think that they are. They're, yeah, yeah, and but the some thing people is, yeah. like say that they're not, they're not chicken. That's weird. Eggs are eggs are their own thing. Well, they're That's so weird. So high in protein, and they also have a lot of um, cholesterol in them, which is actually really good for you. Um, and that's I don't know. They're they're. Yeah, they're un- because that's that's one of the they're claims. potential chickens. They're potential a lot of people- chickens, but. If they're not fertilized, a chicken a chicken's going to lay an egg. So I it know. is kind of wasteful not yeah, but to the, eat it. The, if it's depending on the bird. That lays the egg, the taste changes. Oh yeah, like varieties so like, of chickens taste because like we we bought you know we bought yeah. some free range eggs and sometimes we get them from people. I get eggs from my friend. Um, sometimes I you know buy some from the store. I've had had all kinds of them, but you were kind of like the ones that we bought the free range eggs we bought from the store. They the shells were very thin. Is that what you were talking about? No, the, the, the shells weren't were, thin. They just taste better. Oh, they t- yeah, they taste much free richer. Free range ones taste better. Yeah. They're also bigger eggs. Too. Yeah. The ones I get from like my... The white ones are really small. The ones I get from my girlfriends, the Ryokes are so rich. They're so... Oh, it's so good. Orange. Yeah, they're so yeah. much better. So, no, it's just... Food is really interesting, but when push comes to shove, I think last week we talked a little bit about... Not last week. No, last week we had the lovely Clara McKenna on with us. But before that, we talked a little bit about um, how to survive the apocalypse. <laughs> And my girlfriends that I, you know, like, um, we used to work at the library together, we hike with, big shout out to them, hello, if they're listening, because they sometimes do listen, but they listened to that one thinking that they were going to learn some tips to survive the apocalypse. Mm. And uh, we were hiking the other day, and they all were excited to listen to that, you know, because like the title grabbed them. And, and my one friend, Margaret, shout out to Margaret, who 
she is like my source for like knowledge when it comes to how should I prepare? And I don't, you know, if, if there is an emergency situation and I'm, I'm not the best at doing it. She said, I didn't really learn anything. And I was like, oh, well, it's, what do you mean? It's really, it's really not an educational podcast. Um, but she said, um, there were some good strategies. I learned to, what did she learn? Um, she learned to hoard, uh, Learn to like really collect some feminine products. I think that was a, a good I a good tip. Told a bunch of people about that, and they're like, "Nah," they're like a bunch of a bunch of like my girlfriend and her friends, and they were like, "Yeah, we could get by without them." And I'm like, "What?" And I just I don't. There's a lot I don't know. Um, I don't know. I would not like that. I would not like to. But um, <clears throat> no, I just thought that was funny. So, but I did. To, so today, to follow up on that, I actually do have some real tips from a from a real a real like thought out prepping situation if you'd be interested did you print them off i did oh my god, <laughs> oh my god. Jesus <laughs> well i felt a little guilty like we promised tips um <clears throat> and i'm you know like i'm not sure what situation like let's say well it is winter and here's the one thing i my dad once like we were he was coming home we lived in the suburbs of chicago pretty far out there was a bad snowstorm and he pulled off the expressway and we lived about maybe like three miles four miles up the express maybe i don't know maybe it was five miles away and the the road was closed and so he was always like prepared for everything so we always had like you know like in this weather you know people sometimes jump in their cars like in the sub-zero weather with flip-flops and you know shorts on always have always have a big winter coat so what ended up happening with him he, there was a, a meat packing, like a little a little private house that was open. I guess they did some meat packing in there, and um, so they some of the people went there, and then somebody like some guys that had um, snowmobiles actually drove him all the way up up you know the three or four miles up to our house. Other other than that, he would have been stranded. You know, or you get stranded in your car. Let's say you're in the mountains and all of a sudden like an avalanche comes and closes the road and you're getting stranded, you know. So it's just, it's good to think about things that you would need in your car um, to survive. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Water, little snicky snacks, warm clothes. A 5G hotspot. A 5G hotspot. A yeah. Wi-Fi hotspot. Well, what if you can't use that? Well, then I don't want to live in a world where What you are can't... your tips? I mean, we already know your <laughs> tips. Matthew would go to the mall. My tips, I will real quick. I kind of wanted to like go back to something real quick because I saw yeah. this the other day. Yeah. And um, it the whole okay. So this is the whole like idea is that chickens are the gateway to conspiracy theories. What? Because because you don't know whether which came first, the chicken or the egg. No, 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 no. There's a someone will explain it. Hang on, I'm gonna find the video. Let's see. Uh, wait, that's not it. There's a TikTok. Let's see. There's a lot of people who have chickens. It's funny, funny. Yeah, listen to this TikTok first. Okay. If you think about it, chickens are kind of like the gateway drug to conspiracy theories. So I think if you get chickens, you ultimately will become a conspiracy theorist. And here's what? the reason why I say that. Because you're going to get chickens, right? You're going to love having chickens. You're going to taste the eggs and you're going to recognize, like the one I just grabbed. Thank you. Right here. You're going to realize that they taste different. So you're going to start looking into why do they taste different? Why do they look different? Why is the yolk darker? And then you're going to do that and you're going to realize that it's because they're not factory farmed. Then you're going to realize what factory farmed eggs look like. And then you're going to look at other foods. What happens when you look at the other foods? You're going to start baking your own sourdough because you realize, (laughs) oh, bread has terrible preservatives in it. It's terrible for you. There's a million ingredients. So then you're going to be a sourdough person. And then you're going to be a garden person. Okay, which means you're going to try to separate yourself from the food system a little bit. After you do that, you're going to realize some of the medicinal properties in food and in your garden, like garlic and honey and all of those (laughs) things. And then you're going to start feeling a little skeptical, a little skeptical about the pharmaceutical world. And ultimately, what I'm saying is, is if you go to Tractor Supply, look at all the cute little chicks, just realize... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he had a legitimate point there yeah it's a legit I think, point I think it's like once you start raising an animal that produces food for you like I you know oh, the, dogs. Oh, the, like it's like the anti-consumerism it's like the anti-consumerism well, it's, I think thing. there's it's a like, big push to go back to that like you know to our roots as human beings hunting gathering mm-hmm. raising crops well, I think you can actually do everything the supermarket provides for you but mm-hmm. it just takes time it just takes time it's a 
Oh, it, it does take, it's a labor of love. Like you've heard, you've heard the, uh, the, they fear the indoor fish farmer. What? It's like a, it's like a anti. Indoor in, fish farming? Yeah. Yeah. And really it's just a picture of like a bass in like a bathtub. What the heck? It's just trying to say like, <laughs> say like, I can Don't be, raise. I can rate, I can produce my own food. Or I can. Oh, like, oh yeah, that's business. not a good use. Of yeah, the they fear the indoor fish. Farmer. Oh my god, I don't think that's. <laughs> and it's just like, well, you can, you can, you can make all the food, and it's all better for you, you know. Well, it, I mean, it's very interesting because this is how people have lived. I would say probably most of society, most of humanity, up until the very modern age. You know, once at, was it post? You know, even probably pre World War One, people. Prob- you know, they went to markets every day. They didn't have the refrigerators. They had, I think my grandma was talking about when she was little, they had an ice, ice box. box. Right. Yes. And they actually had to put ice in it. And that was a thing. So that could that could keep your stuff a little bit longer. But think about like how good a Yeti cooler is. An ice box was nothing like that. It didn't last that long, but it would just help you. It was mostly for like meat and milk that so they wouldn't go bad. Because, uh, you know, you know that, that kind of... Um, you know, getting spoiled food was a huge cause of probably a lot of indigestion and maybe even some illnesses and maybe even death if it got bad enough. But you know what I mean? It's like food is something you need, but you have to be careful about. Mm-hmm. And water. Yeah. yeah and water. I'm, like, par- I'm kind of paranoid about water because like. Yeah. And we have know. such clean yeah. water now. Like you think about well, years ago. We do. But like it's clean from like a bacteria standpoint. But. It probably has other chemicals. In yeah, it. like you tap water. Because we have more chemicals that we put in in the you know in the. Well, also like the and... the runoff from like farming. Well, that's it. Gets into the groundwater from all the herbicides, food, pesticides. But in order to produce more food, you have to. I have mean, pesticides. they strip they strip that water down though. Yeah, but like, who knows? I don't know. Yeah, like it depends on where you're getting. If you're getting your water from a well. Uh, you know, whatever's in the ground is going to get that. Yeah. But, but I, I mean, mean I, saw, I saw the town's, like, water treatment plant, like, a, where they take the water, hard water in from outside from, like, wells, and they, like, treat it and clean it and stuff, and mm-hmm. that water's, like, pretty pretty damn clean when they're not. Yeah, like, yeah, but there's a difference in, like, filtering, like, particulate out right and, and filtering and then just some kind yeah, of like because like that you well because like the one detect- the one detect- i'm worried about are, is like atrazine is like or there's a lot of the, a lot of these ones that are like what are they, right endocrine and, and yeah. they're really small molecules or they're you know they're, they're a couple atoms just a small molecule how do you avoid this though you have to run it through a carbon filter oh okay. if you want to if you want to so get like we have filtered out. water systems here like you yeah have one. so yeah. would that prevent that would that i think so yeah i think it does yeah but a lot of people don't don't but have like god those. knows and then they put fluoride in the water too and it's like why do they put fluoride in the water yeah they did that so <laughs> so kids went um what was it because they if with they needed fluoride yeah but i mean they make your teeth harder you really gotta fluoride. put it in the water for everyone i yeah. know that is kind of yeah. a weird thing like think when you about think that. about public yeah, health. the dentist industry <laughs> yeah. the history of <laughs> public like health big dental was like we gotta get this shit in the water yeah i mean i know they always put chlorine in the water though they always will put like well, a little bit of chlorine. Well, to clean a little bit in, yeah. Uh, well, it's they uh, it's how they kill treat bacteria. The water. They kill all the yeah. bacteria in the yeah. water, Just right? But they put chlorine. a little bit of chlorine. I, I remember the whole story of the guy who like oh, was who, this like, a field trip? Did no, this was like on like some History Channel thing. But basically, the guy who came up with like the water treatment was like went to the Chicago water treatment plan i think he was like one of the dudes who's involved in like a cholera outbreak okay in chicago or something was this years ago was this yeah this is years yeah. ago and he was basically like i we should we should start putting chlorine in the water and then the city government was like i don't know and then he just did it <laughs> didn't ask anybody he just did it and it worked and then like everyone's like, oh i guess it worked clean water no more cholera like it well you know but you'd rather have You'd rather not have cholera, right? You'd rather have so a little bit of chlorine. Yeah. Better drink a little bit of chlorine. Well, so it's, it's more favorable I think, to drink all I day. I think public health, and I think, you know, so thank God for public health because we live longer as human mm-hmm. beings now because of... Yeah, but still, you don't need to you don't need to get right. your food from a supermarket. And well, a lot now, of that food is pretty bad. But it's hard to raise your own food. Like, it's a, it requires right. a it's, time investment. It well, requires that's the whole, a lot of work. And that's, that's... The whole premise of modern society is based on the fact that we don't have to work for food. Right. Like, right. <laughs> 
it's such a <laughs> wild can, thing. We can go put our efforts in on you know other things like right. Yeah, I don't know. Like yeah, we've engineering we've, or like we've art gotten far like, far away yeah, from our food oh, source. We're so yeah. we're so far away from like having to worry about food. I mean, that's kind of why like all of it. The other thing that like blows my mind is like. You know, you're driving on the highway, you're driving around and you're like in the country and it's always just ton, you just so much corn. It's just all corn. Well, well, there's also, there's also a lot of soybeans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, Like what are are the the three plants you see? It's corn, soybeans, Mm -hmm. or wheat. And, And it's, you never see like... Oh, so well, uh, well, fruits and vegetables. You do, but you don't see those like we like um, tomato farms and things like that. Yeah, but well, like, there's big. There's everyone's big growing dip. corn, Dan. Well, those are there's huge, those, huge, huge fruit farms. Yeah, we have a on lot the, on the west yeah. side of the Mich- of Michigan. I'm talking like miles and yeah, miles you'll of see apple more orchard, apples like and cherries. Yeah, yeah but like, I I get it, like I get it. But like most of well, the stuff well, you see is corn. Yeah, well, and, yeah. and I. It, I like wonder why. Well, why corn? well, because it's a f- it feeds it feeds the animals that feed you. Well, you know, right? how, like the government has that big giant laser in space. <laughs> they're trying to. They're gonna pop yeah, the corn. Gonna pop all the corn <laughs> in Nebraska. Imagine that. That'd no, awesome. it, it's a big cash crop, and no, it feeds but, I mean, a lot doesn't of people. Like, There's corn oil. Like I get it. Sugar. It's just amazing that we can make syrup. that much stuff out of corn. You know what well, I mean? That's, that's amazing. What, yeah. That's what kind of blows my mind. It's yeah. like. Everything comes from corn. You can make yeah. fuel out of corn so, too, but well, uh, half of it freaking goes to because when you buy gas, it's ten percent ethanol. Oh, is it? It's all every oh, gallon that. of gas has ten oh, percent ethanol, oh which God. comes I from corn. Pay attention to any of that? Yeah, and yeah. ethanol is just literally like the alcohol that essentially it's the alcohol that you drink. It's pretty crazy though. I mean, it's pretty neat that that <clears throat> corn is um, it's such a big cash crop. Yeah, to me though, it like it 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 doesn't it doesn't sit right with me. You know what I mean? Why? I don't know. You're like why? So much corn. Why not? <laughs> you need, you need to Google it. My, All right. Well, my, well, why not some potatoes? Oh no! But, but there's a different Throw reason. Some potatoes. Look at, Dan, we Dan, live in the Dan, Midwest. That's the entire state of Idaho. Yeah. And Ireland. Different yeah, but the places. entire state of every state grows so no, much corn. Not, oh, no, 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 no. We are Midwest is the biggest corn. The, we're just big, you know, big corn big growers, corn big huskers. wheat growers. Yeah. Um, it's not all what over. You're talking about you're insane, dude. God damn! Like you need to get out of the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god. But they're no regional things. Things are regional. Like we can't we can't grow um, avocados very well here. Those are grown. You could if you put them in the salt mines. Oh, why? What do they take? You can do a lot of really? stuff in the salt mine. What? Yeah, just saying. What is it? like? What do you know about this? Like, what what is avocado? Uh, it's just really made? dry down there. So like you ah. can you know you can have your own like filtration systems and stuff that might be something for the future but no it is interesting how advanced we've gotten but but yeah i get i get it i get i I don't have we don't have the space to have a big we don't even have we don't have any sunny yard to have a garden in. that's my problem here we have too many trees well what are we really using the yard for you know we could just turn it into corn 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 you could takes just up turn a lot of space. Corn. It takes a lot of space. And we yeah, grow. but just saying, you could. You honestly don't need a lawn. We you have a hard enough time corn. growing grass. So, <laughs> what do you need your yard for? Okay, okay. I just want to read you some statistics. Oh my God! Why are we going corn. down the rabbit hole on corn? Okay, but like the amount of corn is so much bigger than any other crop. So it's do you because think corn is used in everything. Fourteen billion bushels of corn. And then soybeans is 4 billion bushels. And then the next one's barley, 160 million. Mm-hmm. So orders of magnitude Ooh. smaller. Yeah, but we ship it out. We ship than corn the amount out. of corn. We, we export it. We do? Yes. I just think there's too much corn. Well, Dan, are you a farmer? Dan, corn, my, you know corn, my, you know, Dan, you know corn is not a like My dad's side inherently of the like corn growers. American thing, right? It's like a it's like what is it? A Mayan crop? Mhm. I don't know. I think so. Yeah, it's a mine. We know crop. much about corn. We just know that we like I it. I just know that there was some native population that worshipped corn as their god. Oh, that could have been so South America. That one hundred percent was South America. But corn helped the back to Thanksgiving. Corn helped the pilgrims survive. But the corn back then did not look at all like the corn we have now. It's like a multicolored, right? Well, no, but it had just only a few kernels on it. The products that we have today are kind of genetically engineered, right? To be to have oh, yeah. super on genetically it. engineered. Yeah. Original stock it's of been... corn, even like an original stock of of wheat, like is so different from what mm-hmm. our 
ancestors. Well, that's part of the problem. They like genetically engineer it to be resistant to like certain Mm -hmm. like herbicides and pesticides. The other side of that is we can feed the world. So it's not bad. Like yeah, you're arguing higher, something. They take less water. Like, uh, like ethically, yeah. Like, oh, maybe we shouldn't have tinkered so much, but we tinker so much because there's a need. Remember the thing, like, like you know, if there's a need, people find a way to overcome that. That's like human nature. Is how can we solve well, this problem? <clears throat> and you're a problem solver. You know, so it's like you have a problem. Like, how are we going to feed all these people in our country? Then we start. Is <laughs> <laughs> that you? I was Daniel. Um, that wasn't me. It was Thanksgiving. That was a dog. Thanksgiving. Oh, it was a ghost of Thanksgiving past. I don't know. Um, but anyhow, so uh, enough. All right, so anyway, all the society gets destroyed by the giant government laser in the mm-hmm. in space. Uh, what are our tips for surviving the apocalypse? The one of the one of that I thought was interesting. This is not really apocalypse. This is just like what you should prepare. Um, um, this is from a very a very. I forgot the name of the site, but it's like I think it's called something like. The manly men site. It's something about a man site, um, which is interesting. Oh, is it, it um, came up. Ram Ranch? No, I, no, I don't know. But the first thing that struck me, she which seen... is, what did you say? They didn't even catch that one. It was great. Jesus. Probably some inside <laughs> joke. Um, the first one that struck me was Cash, and he. Why? Why? Dumb, dumb, stupid, but stupid. Thousand dollar minimum, and then his his reasoning is because cash talks. No, so wait, he's no, dumb. not not an apocalypse. Come on, right? So you know what I, talks? I think that bullets is, do. Yeah, like let's think. I mean, I don't think a thousand dollars minimum. Here's the thing: if you carry around, this is like for for a bag or a car to carry around in your car. Oh, this is just for like preventative stuff, not the apocalypse. Mm. Oh. Well, no, this is for anything. I bet, you know, honestly, you, you should also be better says off you with should gold. have a backpack that you can carry comfortably, right? You can carry comfortably for up to three days. So I guess they say three, you know, this is kind of like a three-day survival thing. Um, so, and everybody's, everybody's backpack will be a different, you know, like you'll have different things depending on what you need. Like, you know, but there are some, there are some things that, you know, that you need to consider. So toilet paper. Like a little roll of toilet paper, like that's that's a comfort to me. That would be like, if I didn't have room for it, it it's not necessary because you can use other things. I have used other things when I used to be a big backwoods camper, but that's a nice one. Um, Two hundred feet of paracord to build a shelter—that's probably a good one. Yeah. Um, duct tape, hundreds of uses. I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure that would be necessary. Really? What do you think? I think it. I think it is. Duct tape is is like very versatile. It's extremely versatile. All right. Yeah. You could kind of use so it. So you're for a anything. pro duct tape. Yeah, you can kind of use it for anything. Like so especially these are legitimate if you're in a pinch. tips. Okay. Um. Oh, a hundred feet of trip wire snares. Well, this person's probably planning on hunting. What the hell? So I'm gonna yeah, say no. I'm not gonna do that. Hunting people. Pad of paper and a pencil. I usually always have a something like paper. that on me. Being a writer, so I can just sit Why down. A pencil, not a pen, though. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I don't know. Bandanas. I don't know. Leather work gloves. This right. is aside from food. I think. I think you need food, water, for the things you need. What are the things you need to survive? You need corn. Okay. Porn. Porn. <laughs> I don't like the direction this conversation is taking. Chickens. Chicken. Chicken. You're not gonna have a chicken. You're not gonna be carrying around a chicken. I think this is like. I need YouTube. Always have a chicken in your car. Well, that wouldn't be. In very case good. of emergency. In case of emergency. Break in case of emergency, and yeah. it's just a chicken. Well, so what you're saying is food. You've listed two food items: corn and chicken. So we're just mm. saying, like, if you have, like, say you're in like a plane, food, like you own a plane or a car. Water. Food, water, shelter. Uh huh. Get that in your head. I know that. Okay. I'm not an idiot. Then you probably want. Well, are you, are you like okay? Like what, tool, what's the scenario? Like a, what's the scenario like, here? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. this is the trouble. What what's is the scenario, the scenario, guy? What is the scenario? Like you should be prepared. You should be prepared. Mm-hmm. I know, but like, emergency. but like, here's so, the thing. Like, is it going to be like a societal shutdown thing? 
Well, that would that's be very different. Or is it like yeah. your car breaks down? Or is it like your car breaks down on the side of the road? Because uh, you're let's not going to need a tent. Let's you say can just like use you're your car. driving and there's... Like your car uh, is probably the best thing to be using. Like right. don't get out of your car really. Right. Use but, your car as your, your sleep so area. there's an earthquake. Okay. You're your well, you're going to die. Okay. <laughs> you're Jump probably fucked. in the crack. Like what do you want people to do if they're stuck under the rubble? So this is, yeah, this one is like the cash, the $1,000 like paper bills. I'm like, are, is that to burn? It depends on when, what what the situation right. is. I, think, I could see like, okay, we like if your barter. car breaks down. We talked about like money not yeah, having any meaning. If your car breaks down or like you're in a weird yeah, situation where like you need to like get yeah. out of the air or whatever and society still exists, then cash probably makes sense. Yeah, cash we'll makes sense. We'll always have like, like your credit card. You know, like if you're like, trying to leave you your know, parents' house and so you're, trying to, like, you're 14 years old and you got an argument about... Um, clean your room with your parents, you know. And you had a thousand dollars cash. Room. I said, you Matt, you clean your room. Cash and a bug out bag. And a bug out bag. And a Thomas the Train Engine bug out bag. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Good and your tip. Boy Scout knife. Yeah, and your Boy Scout knife. I, that is, I think your you reflective a mirror, so you can, you know, start a fire. Start a fire, start a fire like a magnifying um, glass. Well, no, here's here's the thing. You don't. I don't think you would need that. I think you'd okay. Like, uh, just a big lighter. Right. Bic lighter I, makes sense. Just a Bic lighter. I think a Bic lighter does make sense because... Um, Some people say no Bic lighter. Some people say like... Matches. matches waterproof matches. Waterproof matches. But Bic lighters are kind of like... They're pretty mm-hmm. good. And then there's those uh, things that start... Those, those uh, flint. flint. Have you tried to start flint. a fire with yes, one of those? Yes, I have. It's, it's so terrible. hard. Yeah, no. Yeah. You're actually supposed to shave off because part of it's uh, magnesium. And you can like... You have to catch the magnesium on fire. Yeah. And that's what actually like <laughs> makes it... Yeah. Makes it really actually it's start like, a fire. Like a little, if you yeah. have if you have a bullet, you can a- unload that bullet into the, the gunpowder. Gunpowder. That's actually true. And probably. then you put it and make sure you have like really fine like bark, right? So the whole key to starting fire. And I'm really good at starting fires, as you boys have observed. You start out with birch bark. You start out with. 5,000 pages of old manuscripts. <laughs> that was one of my secrets. I would just burn. Like I used to I used to write like that. Like I used to write and then I'd print out the book on paper and then I'd, I'd read it like a hard copy and then I didn't, you know, but I still had the file on my computer. So then I'm like, what do I do with this hard copy or pages that I would rewrite? This was, this was years ago. And then we would, I'd give them to you and then we would burn them. Like we rip them up or use them yeah, as fire Yeah, we would burn books stuff. every summer. Well, you, I would, we would have that annual at the last day of school. You guys took all your papers that you didn't want. I remember we used to burn them. We used to like have like your friends would come over and we'd make a little fire. And mm-hmm. it was kind of like a ceremonial like rite of passage. Like we, we did this. We're done. We don't want this anymore. On to the next grade. On to the next grade. And then you'd be like, do you remember this from last year? And everyone would be like, no. Yeah, my mom made us burn our paper. No, no, Um, it was just kind of funny. It was like a little. It was just like a little thing that that you know you're all boy you're all boys. A lot of boys over, and everybody thought it was fun. We'd have like cocoa. Um, but realistically, like this stuff is like, if your car breaks down the side of the road, you know. It, well, you see, that's have like, road flares. Right, that's different. So, like, have road flares. Have some water. Right. Have some blankets. Have an extra pair of like shoes or something. So, I think there's so many different. Like, there's situations. just that, like, like a I, cell phone. Yeah, I think being prepared. I wouldn't say you need to keep gas in your car at all no. times. That'd be a little I think ridiculous. That would, I think that's a little dangerous. To be but honest. have a gas can maybe. Um, who used to Honestly, run you any, probably don't. You can just go buy out, one. Who had a gas can in his car? Let's just think about this. Who used to run out of gas all the time? Dad. Dad. I don't understand that one, but I just remember he would take you to school and he'd run out of gas on the way. Remember that time? And you yeah, were, it was cool. And, and he called me. He's like, you need to go fill up. I have a gas can like in the garage. You need to go fill that up and come get me. I'm like, where are you? And he like ran out of gas trying to take you to school. And then you were late. And then he said, well, I ran out of gas. And, and the um, lady that worked in the office, she, she, didn't take, she didn't take no guff. Like she was, she was not... She's like, you're still late. Like, you know what I mean? like, I don't care. Running out of gas is a you problem. He's still late. Do you remember this? He, she said that. Too? Yeah, yeah. I remember I used to kind of slide in there a little late because we Settle have this issue down, in our family. Woman. Yeah, we have this issue. Like, we're, we're you a little say more, that? We're, <laughs> I, I ran out of gas in the road. Nice. I don't care if you ran out of gas. He's yeah. still late. And be like, God damn it. Yeah. Settle down. So dad would, he, he What's would her like, name? Cheryl? Settle would, down, Cheryl. <laughs> no. I never said that. I think they got a lot what do you of want, McDonald's. You want me to get some? They heard McNuggets? a lot of stories. They heard a lot of stories. You want a pie from McDonald's? You want a pie from McDonald's? You want a blueberry pie from McDonald's? Would that make you feel better? How about better, a muffin? 
You want a muffin? You want a muffin? You want me to do your? You want me to massage you, Sharon? Oh my god! Settle the fuck down, Sharon. <laughs> um, she didn't really have the great sense of humor. You want a Happy Meal, Sharon? I remember one time. You keep the toy. I think it was the you. Thomas the Tank Engine toy. But I get to play with it once. <laughs> I think it was with you, Matt. I think I think it was like middle school and. No, it's a transformer. Oh my god. I want it. I want it. Oh, damn it. OMG. <laughs> Anyhow, the point is, running out of gas is not a good thing. And I used remember, to always get mad at your dad Remember when daddy ran out of gas on the highway? We are going like 80 miles an hour, the whole family oh, in the I was car. so mad. Pulls across four lanes of traffic onto an exit ramp. And it's up a hill, the exit ramp. It's one of those where it's like up a hill, and then there's an overpass on the left. And on the right, it's uh, you roll down a hill. Right into a gas station. And he freaking like... He made the he, light? Yeah, no, he, there was no light. It was like a stop sign. But he cuts across four lanes of traffic, yeah. gets up on the exit, goes on the shoulder, coasts, cuts oh. off five cars, <laughs> blows the stop sign at the top, rolls down into a gas station. And, and you were screaming at him. And I'm just... The mo- this, that was the most proud I've ever been in my, in my yeah, entire life. It was life. amazing. It was so impressive. It was amazing. literally... He forgot we were driving. Through, I don't know. I think we we're going to St. Louis and we we're in Indianapolis and we had stopped for Amazing. lunch and we needed to he's get like, gas and he totally forgot the, highway, the gas like, part. And he's like, oh shit. And, and then the you're like, what? Going, yeah, it's like the car's like power steering's going out. And he just handled it. He was freaking out. He just literally pulls into a gas station. He so lucky. He pulls right in. Too risky. Yeah. Yeah, too risky for my taste. Insane. Some baller move right there. Yeah, no, he would just love to push it. I don't know why he like you know he would go coast on fumes and try to because really... some men like to sit on the edge yeah yeah for sure let me have this darcy yeah so yeah. he ha- doesn't do that i mean i used to get so mad at him like i do not want to like but i mean like let's just say going, going back to the apocalypse well, thing. So I, think... I don't know if you should you should have a gas can like no, in your car not. probably not a full but one a flare. like a it's flare really it's really good. easy to like buy one like go to a gas station buy one like someone to have you someone take yeah. you there maybe i don't know that's weird up to you there's triple a you know yeah. but i mean if you're in the middle of nowhere I think there's different like, levels. if you're on like a mountain trail or something your car breaks down yeah having a cell phone like a satellite phone maybe mm-hmm. if you're gonna do but stuff a satellite like that, phone then it's just ridiculously expensive just to have it so i mean well, i mean you might as well like here's the thing is like if you're on the middle of nowhere and you're like but it, doing okay. the extreme like camping thing with like your vehicle. Okay. Some people do that. This is just an extreme case. I would say in right. most cases, if you're on a highway, having road flares and a cell phone mm-hmm. will be fine. I and think, some extra clothes. I think like car. I think the like I think everybody's fairly prepared for mundane things, right? So like I know like in the winter I always make sure I have you know, boots. Because I had like, you know, with your dad and also cars years ago, like when I grew up. In the 70s, like every vacation we took, there was always a flat tire. Uh, one time, you know, it was like living in family vacation. That's why I love that movie so much. One time we went down um, on a family vacation down to Mississippi. And I think we got, it was a brand new car. It was a big Woody station wagon. And my dad put all the suitcases on the top. And at one point something happened and one of the suitcases blew off and it landed in the expressway. <laughs> and all the, it exploded and all the clothes went over. Uh, I think we had two flat tires, and then he backed up into a pole. Like, it was a bad, it was a bad vacation. <laughs> it was fun. But there's just more of those weird things that happen. I don't think, I think cars are so much better now. Oh, yeah. The roads well, are so much better. I will say that, like, I think certain materials have gotten better. Oh, yeah. But I wouldn't say cars have gotten better. Well, I would biased. say there's a lot. I'm biased because, like, I just... I feel like there there are some things that older cars would do. I think some older cars would last longer, yeah. like body wise, like frame wise. Um, but like I, their engines weren't that efficient. No, they like weren't. nowadays no, I, the I, engines no, are really efficient. But I doubt yeah. I doubt you're gonna you're gonna get an engine that'll it pull like four hundred thousand like, miles. Yeah, but it just like, seemed like more I mean? people had trouble years ago with cars. Like there's always some weird thing that happened. Like nowadays right. you don't see a lot of cars on the side of the road. Right, um, I mean... Maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just me. No, but. no, I think you're right. I think some of the old cars weren't built as, like, some of the internal parts weren't. Mm-hmm. But some of those engines they made were, like, so good. Yeah. Like, so crazy. Like... Oh, no, they just were last, so much like, bigger. Like, a really long time. Yeah. Like, 
like in the nineties, like you had some some like trucks that would go like that are now yeah. going like four hundred thousand, five hundred thousand miles. That's crazy. Like, yeah. No, I and that's that's what that's what you're looking for. But so like if, if there was an emergency, like what would that mean to you? Like what would you prepare for? I think that's where you start. Like what are what are you preparing for? You know, so like if you prepare for like a big disaster, you know, and you want to have like, in, but you can still live at your yeah, home. Just prepare for the situations that you think you're going to find yourself in if you do. Yeah. So. Like if you live in the mountains and like maybe there's a firefighter, like fire, like a, oh, uh, yeah, a wildfire. Yeah. Well, if like, you're in a wildfire area, yeah, that's a, a hard one. Because then you're going to have to leave like, your house and you're going to have to get look out quickly. Up, you know, look up stuff that you should probably mm-hmm. do. Like have, you know, if you're in a situation like that. Mm-hmm. Um it is know, interesting. Like, everybody has a different... Learn how to escape from yeah. that. If well. we've learned anything from the Hawaii incident. Right. I mean, that's terrible. Right? Like, that's terrible. You're in a fire you're a fire zone. Or you're in an earthquake zone. Like, yeah. it's all based on, like, the place that you're going to be, like, living in, mm-hmm. operating in. Mm-hmm. That's, like, literally people who are survivalists will, will just say that. They'll yeah. just, like, prepare for the situation that you're going to be in. Right. Meaning prepare for the environment you're going to be yeah, in. Yeah, think like, ahead. Well, that's like winter. There's not like a universal thing for everything, right? right? So just driving in the winter, you need to always have like, you know, something in your car to prepare for what, you know, something getting stranded or. Yeah, road flares in the winter are like. Road flares and warm clothes and water. There's a way to make hot water, you know. Um, not to get hypothermia, to stay warm. That's the most important thing in the winter. The other one that we, I think we glossed over was first aid. Oh, we uh, yes, you should always have I, first aid. I feel kit. like I should brush up on my first aid. Like yeah. I don't, I don't. Yeah. I would love to use, learn how to use like a tourniquet or something like that. Well, I guess like, sure. I don't know. Yeah, because like that's what we used to be. I used to do a lot of that stuff when I was younger. Yeah, it'd be cool to take a class too. On like, I was always thinking it'd be do fun emergency to do first aid class. Well, yeah. no, that would be interesting, but also just like a class that's like a like um, what do you call it? I guess it'd be like a a class so, for like gun, like working with guns and stuff like that. Safety. Or like, uh, like doing like courses, you know, running like a level two or level three course. Is that what they're called? I don't. Well, even know they, there's called. like different levels. So like, there's like the CPL level class, and then there's a class above that. It'd be cool to like, like run advanced through shooting courses. courses. Yeah, yeah, it'd be cool to like, like run through class. courses and like try mm-hmm. to, you know. You could do that. You could take. Some I think um, the local gun store has a bunch of classes you can take like that. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, just I mean, just they teach you how to point shoot. What's that? You don't use the sights. Oh really? Yeah, you just shoot figure out where to shoot hmm. so um but like and dan you just went hunting like you had a really good hunting experience this is mm-hmm. your first year hunting oh yeah and that's another form is like you know you know if you had to live off the land like those are things to think about too mm-hmm. how would you go about doing it um so yeah so you know so you have some you have some meat coming to you it's yeah a big <laughs> a big deer coming yeah, we'll coming say your that way I think, you know, even though that like hunting is maybe it almost sounds like it's like it's easy, you know, because you're sitting in a deer blind and you're you got like a really nice gun and you're like waiting for the deer to come mm-hmm. around. But it's uh, I think it's a little more challenging than I thought it was just because like you do have to like be really quiet and get into position. It's and mentally place challenging, your shot. isn't and, it? Yeah, it is very. Um, and you have to have a clean shot. You cannot. Yeah, just, you have to have a clean yeah. shot. You have to. Um, I don't know. It was just, you're, you know, you're also like freaking out when you're taking the shot too. <laughs> you know, like your heart's like racing. Yeah. Really because fast. it's like, it's, it's not a comfortable feeling to really to pull the trigger. Well, it's not that it's, um, you're just, it's almost like excitement. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's. Oh, really? I'm not a hunter. Well, well you're, the you're, adrenaline. you've been, yeah, yeah it's like adrenaline. Cause you've yeah. been waiting all day for, you're, you're just, most of the time you're sitting there looking at nothing. There's just nature. And all of a sudden something crosses And you see sights. some squirrels and some birds and whatever. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, for like maybe a few minutes, you might see a deer walk in or whatever. So, the, and then you're just like, you're like, oh my God, I've been waiting all day for this. Uh-huh. And then so not get a shot on it. Yeah. So it's like. It's a or lot. you could be crazy and like gilly up and like crawl around and try to get a mm-hmm. shot. Some well, people do that. Some people are like really ridiculously good hunters like that. Yeah, I think uh, out west that's more of a thing yeah, where you stalk the, you stock yeah, the stalking the prey more. The prey, yeah. Versus I think in Midwest and stuff, it's like you're, you're because there's so many trees. That was the other thing I didn't think about is that you're always pretty much going to be shooting through trees unless you're hunting in like a field 
like a big farm field because deer do on like a farm field and they'll eat or whatever um but yeah i mean like you're taking shots through trees and it's just a little bit i don't know it's definitely was not quite what i expected but yeah. it was like a really good experience well, it's a da- i mean it's a dangerous time of year too because uh, we went hiking uh monday the other day it was just the first snow had come down and we go to kind of state land and we got there with the, I got there with the dogs. I was mm. meeting my friends who, these are, these are oh, my Jesus. girls that, that do prep. And all of a sudden we're like, um, a couple of cars were there before us. And this is kind of in the middle of nowhere. And they were hunters and they were gone into the woods before us. And I'm like, oh, should we even go? Cause I, I have like a brown coat. <laughs> yeah. You need well, to be wearing, the dogs need to be wearing orange. Right. And yeah. so we're like, what do we do? What do we do? And they're like, this, you know, we had, some of them had red on and I should have worn my red coat, but, um, I didn't think about it because, you know, most of the time mm. we're out there, it's, it's past hunting season, but, um, we just made a lot of noise, mm. you know, figure yeah. if we scared the deer away, there are no shots available. Yeah. So <laughs> we were, we were fine, but then we thought, well, we have a right to be here too, you know, mm-hmm. hiking through these woods. I didn't know you can, can hunt, hunt on state land. I don't know. Well, land? I have no idea, but they can. I don't know. They, I have to talk to my friends about the legalities it of that. It seems sketchy. It seems, I would not do it. <laughs> there's people, there's probably people everywhere, right? Well, yeah. Well, no, it's pretty, it's pretty, I mean, we didn't see anybody. We saw like, it was funny. We were hiking and all of a sudden this beagle comes running up to us that had an e-collar on it and we didn't see the owner. And it was it was kind of cute, but it was also a little bit peppery, you know. So the dogs were coming up to sniff it, and then it kind of ran That's away. That's crazy. So it says no matter where you are in Michigan, you can find public hunting land. Oh, so yeah, you, you can go hunt. That's crazy. So I think we shouldn't have walked, but we did, taking our life in our hands. And uh, you know, but that's you have to be aware if you're going to hunt on state land, and it is hiking trails. You have to be very careful. So. I don't yeah. know. Hunting season is weird. It's it's just I don't know. Should probably be prepared for that. I should have been more prepared. Mm-hmm. I should have had orange, but so that's what a situation where I was not prepared. But anyhow, I think it's just it was interesting to think about. There's some other um, other interesting things here. There's like toothbrush and toothpaste. This, I th- this I sounds like this sounds ahead. like an end of the so civilization type. Or like big Dual major disaster. Maybe can double as filters, small knife sharpener, and knife. I have to, you know, you definitely want a, a knife. You definitely want something, you know, mm. to cut down. I think like an like a little hand axe is great because, you know, when you're out there and you need heat, even in the winter, like just keep a little hand axe in your car because like if you have to start a fire, just keep matches and that kind of thing. Because like that's one of the easiest things you can do is start a fire. Like, on the, you know what I mean? Like to keep warm, mm-hmm. I guess I'm saying. I don't know. I don't know. There's just a lot of thought, a lot of thought to go behind it. So if you had to prepare, um, but yeah, like first aid, first aid is always good to carry in your car, no matter what that. Yeah, what I should probably. Is. I think I might have a first aid kit. I think, you I do. Do I think too. Dad gets you those things. I think. I think I think we're we were given them a while ago. Yeah, I just haven't. I don't know where it is because I need to put like, mine in my car. In a glove box. I keep. I kept moving it around. I also got like. I'm pretty sure I got flares too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was giving flares as well, which you should Keep have. Keep those in your car. Make sure you if have you those in like, your car. Especially in the winter, you know, in the blizzard, mm-hmm. you're going to want those. I think we're so lucky that we live in the age of cell phones, though, because, like, literally, um, you're in danger. There's anywhere in this area you could probably make a call. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good thing. But, oh, but anyhow, like, we're, I mean, Christmas is around the corner. We've gotten through Thanksgiving. We had a fun festival of lights, and now we're – now we're just trying to figure out what to do for Christmas. <laughs> I'm not sure if they know what Festival of Lights is, but it's basically just a parade. It is what it sounds like. It is, yeah. It's a it's a parade. It is the, it we is ran the a five start. K. We run a yeah, 5K. you guys did great. It was fun. Yeah, you guys all good. ran the five k, and it was so cold and the trouble with running the five k because it's always before the the, par- the the parade, which is really fun to see. But when you're running the five k and you get all sweaty and it's I mean, you like know, 20 degrees most out. years, I'm like sweaty when I'm done. You weren't this year? No. Really? I was, I was just cold the whole time. Yeah, you were freezing. I wasn't cold the whole time. I was, I stayed warm when I ran, but when I finished, I was like, well, because, not really that sweaty. Right, but then we and walked I was, back. I started to get cold yeah, like really yeah. fast. Yeah. D- uh, yeah Dana and Jenna, like my nieces, they, they did great. They ran too, but they were freezing when they got back home. So everybody was just kind of wrapped in blankets, you guys that all ran it. So I don't know if that's such a great thing anymore. Well, the problem is when you sweat, so mm-hmm. then you get wet. And it's freezing. And then, like the worst thing you can be is wet and in cold, and cold weather. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. 
that's really how. So like, uh, you know, we all sweat pretty hard, and then we didn't take our clothes. Like, really, we should have changed clothes like pretty immediately. Yeah, but where do you, but where do you change them? You're uptown. I don't know, but like, you should have something that covers you. Right, but we came right home. Quick. We came right home, but and then going back out for the parade is just kind of like everybody's done by that time. Yeah, yeah, I'm not really. I don't really care about the parade. Yeah, but it was fun. But it, it was but fun. It yeah. kicks off. It kicks off the Christmas season here, so that's kind of cool. yeah, which is cool, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. But anything awesome coming up this this week for you guys? Mm, oh, not this week, but I think next weekend I'm. I have like a Christmas party thing. We're all going up to a. Well, oh, you're going up with the bo- the boys. Yeah, all my all my friends. We're going up to a the Airbnb lads. like up north. Oh, that's we're fun. Gonna be a secret fun. Santa. So I'm wor- I'm kind of working on some Christmas stuff for that. So Secret Santa. Yeah, we have like yeah. a bunch of Christmas stuff that we got to figure out. Like I I'm having struggling a little I bit. Know. We're I know what struggling. to do. Yeah. Man, I know what to do for Dad now, but that might I might just do every everyone's present for Dad and just delegate it. Oh, you could do that. Don't say it. Don't say it because Dad listens to this podcast. He's probably like one of our biggest listeners. But, like. Yeah, so you have tips for surviving the holidays. We'll have to come up with that yeah. for our next one. But um, Tips for surviving the holidays? <laughs> we're already have one down. We're, we've Alcohol. done good. We've done good. Uh, that was fun. It was a really I fun think we did. I this think Thanksgiving, su- we like, I don't think we I think no we ruled. One, we I think successfully. No we got in the fight. Yeah, there wasn't really a lot of friction at all. It wasn't really friction. It was all good. It was all fun. No. Yeah. Like, aren't our neighbors, they're, little, they're native, right? I just want to point this out. That was an authentic Thanksgiving dinner. I, I think you're wrong. <laughs> Am I wrong? Yeah. <laughs> Never mind then. <laughs> I think I'm right actually. By your reaction, I'm right. I have no idea. What do you mean you have no idea? I'll have to ask. Um, no, we we had a lot of fun. It was really good. Lots of food. Turkey yeah. was great. I did something this year that I was like I needed to. It was brilliant. And for those of you out there who like to cook and we're cooking your Thanksgiving dinner, I started on Tuesday, you know, like the pies and all that. Wednesday before Thanksgiving, I cooked my turkey. It was amazing. I will always do this because I don't have a kitchen. The trouble is with Thanksgiving, I'm always putting, you know, like we're heating all the sides, we're making all the sides, people bring in food, they want it heated. And then you got the turkey in your oven. I have one oven. Like I cook a lot and I, I probably need a bigger microwave. I need a bigger kitchen. Need a bigger microwave. And then what Jim says is, I told Jim that he goes, whenever whenever a woman says I need a kitchen remodel, it just means that she needs a new house. (laughs) So that's probably true. But all right. But no. Cooking the turkey early and then just having the time to let it rest properly and then just disassembling it properly. Yeah, you seemed a lot more relaxed. Prepping it and then covering it and putting it in a container that I could just heat it up with. It was amazing. So all I had to do is heat it up and it still tasted fantastic. So I totally recommend making your turkey the day before if you're pressed for time. Yeah, you seem more relaxed, to be well, honest. Well, for sure, because everything was done. All I had to do was heat everything. And then I then that got crazy. Yeah, that's kind of like Dad the, started making his smoky cocktails. That was really fun. Like the, the uh, original, well, not the original, but like, you know, microwave when they had the when the microwaves came out. Yeah. They were like I'm not a fan. This is an oven. It's it uses cooks food I'm using not a, science. I'm not a huge fan of the microwave. And you can roast or cook an entire turkey dinner. You cannot do it, no. Microwaves you can, are, you, can. you can it's not very good. You have to set the power level down. Yeah, I just I'm not yeah. I'm not and you good. do it for like an hour. I, I just heat my my microwave heats up my coffee. It's really what it does. <laughs> but no Maybe you, it heats you can up food that's already been cooked, but yeah. No, I don't recommend a microwave for Christmas. No, but I mean, you kind of use the microwave for, for Thanksgiving. Like, you just reheat it. Well, I think I think Erin reheated some of the stuff that she brought in the microwave. I didn't put anything in the microwave. What are you talking about? What did I put you in the microwave? Like fucking four dishes in there. <laughs> I did not. I put nothing <laughs> in there. I watched you put a ton of... Dan, did you not watch her, like... I don't remember I put everything this. in the I don't oven. Erin did put some stuff in the microwave because she brought it in. They were plastic Yeah, containers. you had some stuff in the oven. I'll give you that. Lots of stuff in the oven. Yeah, I saw you using it for gravy. No, I made... No, that was Dana. Dana brought a vegan gravy. We're going to have an argument here. No, I made my gravy that that day because what I did, again, by cooking the turkey early, I got to put all the juices in a big, you know, glass bowl, put in the refrigerator, and then the gravy got separated so the fat was nice and solid on the top so I could pull that off. It was excellent gravy. I also let it 
I also let it kind of soak in with some of other herbs and stuff and some aromatics so it got a little bit more flavorful. And then I made the gravy. You saw Dana microwaving her vegan gravy. Bullshit. I don't believe oh you. <laughs> I don't believe you. I don't believe you. Where I, were you when I was cooking? You I was watching near. you. You were throwing shit in the microwave. Maybe it was my coffee. Yeah, bullshit. Really don't remember what I put in there. Why are you why are you so afraid to admit you used a microwave? Well, I don't know shit? what I would put in there, Matt, because all my pans were this big. And I'm holding my hands out wide. I just remember we were waiting for a lot of things to be microwaved. Okay. Well, I wasn't using the microwave. <laughs> Somebody else was. Right, well, but we right. did put some stuff in there. Next time you can do the whole dinner. All right, well, it's and gonna be KFC swatch. and it'll be it'll <laughs> fucking rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you, have some fun, do you have some fun holiday music, Dan, for us? Oh, I don't know. Good. What, what's a good Thanksgiving? Um, oh, how about the... There's really the, no... Actually, there are, there are really no Thanksgiving songs. How about but. this? the theme song from... Uh, um, Here's some family royalty-free uh, holiday music. Oh, where'd you get this? Wait a second. Yes, royalty-free. What? Oh, it's a sponsor? Oh, man, you probably make so much money out if you owned all the royalties for the Christmas music. There's only like 13 of them. Oh, <laughs> I know. We need to do a good Christmas song. There should be a new one coming. I mean, yeah, the classic Christmas is my favorite to listen to. Oh, audio live. Dan, how are you doing? Like, why did you pop this up? I don't know. I just this thought is very royalty-free. Royalty-free. And this is a good time of year, too, to, to really pick up meditation, to really get in a good mindful state. You know, get the stress down. You try to relax and try, try to not relax. to overthink about yeah. the amount of money you're about to spend right. on your relatives. It's going to get it's gonna And get have stressful. fun. Have fun with it. Don't get mad. It's just money. It's just Listen, money. Don't, don't get mad at yourself until the end of the month. Okay. January. But, when, but <laughs> during the month of December. For the month of December, enjoy the amount of money you're spending. Okay. And then you can get mad later. <laughs> not around your family. Just remember. This don't, is not financial advice. This is not financial <laughs> advice. And don't <laughs> let your family see how weak you are emotionally. Oh my God. <laughs> Never cry. Never cry, Chris. Don't show fear. Yeah, don't be don't, don't fear. Be, don't be a pussy. No. Right. But just no, enjoy. <laughs> this is a season to be enjoyed and remember the the true meaning of the season. To spend money. No. Spend money on Jesus. The, listen, the corporations they want you to spend your money. And that is it. Don't feed into it. So do it. Don't do it. Bake your gifts. Bake your gifts. Don't think. B a k e. It is the month. Your gifts. It is the month to to not think. Turn your brain off. And buy. Turn your brain off. I'm gonna make you coffee. You want that iRobot that cleans counters, and that is it. Nothing. You buy it. You don't think. Christmas like you buy. You buy. Homemade cookies. Homemade cookies. You buy. No. You want something that cooks, that cracks an egg for you? It's maybe 30 cents to make in China, but it costs you five. It's going to be $29.99. You know you you don't need it. And it's Black Friday deals. It's Target. And you know what? It costs the same, not on Black Friday, but they just put a Black Friday sticker (laughs) on it. They put a Black Friday sticker and they said said 50% off, maybe. Maybe. And Guess what? You know what? It was 50% off yesterday. It's still twenty nine ninety nine. You type on the computer all day, and your hands hurt, and it's hard to crack eggs. And you're oh like, maybe God. I need this $5 piece of shit. And you want to buy it. Don't think. Egg. Don't think. Buy it. Buy it. Don't think. Buy it. Turn your brain off. <laughs> buy it. All right. Hey, this is Dan. Hey, this is Matt. Hey, if you like this podcast, please consider liking and subscribing. As well as sharing it with your friends and family. Also, if you're interested in Darcy Hanna's books, you can check them out on Amazon or DarcyHanna.com. Anyway, thank you for your time and your listen. Have a great day. Yeah, have a good one. Bye.